Hello and welcome to another episode of Mommy Money Matters with yours truly, Alma Esperic with a bone. You know, I've been thinking about what to talk about in my next episode. And the more I think about, about it, the more I realize that there's something we don't do as parents. And I'm guilty of it. And I know my parents were guilty of it. And I think we don't do it because we don't know how to address it. And that is, how do we talk to our children, our little ones, about death? I don't know how you all do it, but the first time I experienced death was when I was 20 years old. I was pregnant and I had a six-month-old baby. It came as a surprise, obviously never expecting it. It really was painful to go through because I could see my dad suffering and in pain over losing his brother. And then I fast forward to when my daughter, who's now 27, experienced death. And she was 18. Her boyfriend's friend was shot and killed. And my daughter had never been to any viewings or any funerals. Why? Because I personally did, did not want them to experience any of that. They were too little. They were young. I didn't want them to learn about that. That was not something I wanted them to go through, especially if it was people they didn't even know. You know, if it was people that I knew, then I was the one who would do um, go to the services and whatnot, but never my children. My children were always kept away from all of this. I didn't want them exposed. So when my daughter at 18 sat there and saw how all of this took place, she went into a traumatic experience for her. She started getting panic attacks. She started um, getting severe anxiety. And this happened for years and years until this day. This is now something she lives with. I don't know if I did wrong. Because I didn't talk to them and I didn't prep either one of my oldest kids. But she was the one who experienced it first. And then my son, who's also 28, he experienced it when his girlfriend's friend committed suicide. And they went through all the motions. Obviously, my son was a little bit more, I guess, stronger mindset-wise than my daughter was. I mean, I believe that women are obviously more emotional than men. But... He took it differently. He handled it differently. Maybe I'm not saying he did it the right way because if you keep your feelings um, from showing up and expressing them, then you're also hurting yourself emotionally and mentally as well. So either way, neither one experienced this in the past. And this was the first time they were experiencing, experiencing death, period. It didn't feel good. It made them feel a certain type of way. It makes all of us feel a certain type of way, especially if these are loved ones who are losing um, their lives or who we are losing because of illness or tragic accidents and whatnot. So this is the field I'm in right now. I've been in this field now, not 10 years, nine years, actually. In in December, it'll be nine years. And this is one topic of conversation I've never really addressed with families because each family handles it differently. But I wanted to put it out there because I know what I personally 
went through when I discussed this with my children now because I have three little ones and they have been experiencing death in our family since 2017. When my grandma passed away, their great grandma, I told my husband, I didn't want them experiencing any of this. I just wanted them to know that grandma went to heaven. Okay, that she's in the afterlife and she's not in pain. And they were all okay with that. They knew they were no longer going to see her. And um, that was that. But the pain was not there for them to experience. So we left it at that. Then fast forward to 2020. My dad passes away unexpectedly. And this one hit harder. Because this one, they also, obviously there's an emotional attachment a lot greater than my grandma because my grandma lived in Mexico and she would come and visit. But my dad was with them almost every weekend. We lived with him at one point. So they experienced all of these memories with them. Again, I did not want them experiencing any viewing services, any um, funeral services. So I asked my husband to keep them away while all this was going on and while I traveled to Mexico to lay my dad to rest. Yes, they were upset. Yes, they did. It was a shock and they cried because they realized what death means and when somebody passes that they're no longer going to see them. And it was somebody they were close to. So that hit harder. And then now 2023, their great-grandma passes away on the dad's side and we have to go uh the family's asking for all the family to be together so we fly out there to um illinois and i was as much as you want to prepare your children it'll never be easy for you or the children to go through in the i would say mexican not hispanics because everybody does things differently for me in my family there's a certain process of how we handle everything we have like a rosemary that we have we have like you know everything as far as um their casket and we have the casket for um, viewing for two days straight 48 hours day and night uh, there's a lot that goes through um with it with their dad's side, it was a little bit different. This is in a small town. The mortuaries are smaller. So I know that usually, obviously, your loved one is in a casket. So I explained what they were going to see and I explained what they were going to experience. But I told them that I wasn't going to have them get anywhere near the casket. I didn't want them experiencing death like that. I wanted them just to have a memory of their grandma that she's going to be in this casket where she's going to uh, go to sleep forever. And go into the uh, you know the afterlife transcend but it didn't happen like I expected it because this mortuary what they do is they elevate the individual in the casket so that everybody can see them as they walk in well the moment my children saw their great-grandmother there they immediately started bawling they were in shock because this is not something they expected to see I didn't expect to see any of this either so I was shocked as well and now I had three little ones crying and that I had to explain what was going on so I grab one my husband grabs another one and my mother-in-law grabs the other one and try to calm them down let them know hey look she's sleeping right now she's sleeping forever kind of like similar to sleeping beauty when she's asleep you know but 
in this case, they're not going to wake up because they're they're ready to go. They have lived a long life. They were tired. And sometimes when people get older, if they don't pass away from an illness, they just go to sleep forever. And this is the case with your great-grandmother. So it didn't take away from them feeling the feelings they were going to feel, but it certainly did help them process what was going on. This to me, is something that I don't talk to children about, or at least my children, and I don't know what other parents do or if other parents are more open. I know in Mexico, all the little ones know about dying and death and service, and, you know, funeral services and whatnot. Here, I try to um, protect my children from that. And I don't say shelter them from that, but I mean, I, want, I didn't want them experiencing such pain at such a young age I want them to um, little by little understand that we have a purpose here on earth in our lifetime and it might be a short life or it might be a long one everybody's um, purpose in life is different and only a higher source God if you want to call them they know what that purpose and that journey is for each and every one of us it was a little bit easier for them to process but if we don't talk to them about this then it becomes more of a shock and it's something the brain can't comprehend and I'm telling you because out of the five children that I have the one that is still dealing with the aftermath of understanding death is my 27 year old daughter she continues to have and live with anxiety and panic. And as we all know, if we read and learn about this, anxiety is worrying about your future too much, worrying about what can happen to you. So you're never, your body is always in a fight or flight response. And it's never resting. My daughter experiences anxiety and panic attacks in her sleep. So... To avoid this, start talking to your children about this. Start letting, let them ask you questions and try to answer them as honestly as you can because sometimes we parents want to sugarcoat things, but they need to see what, you know, understand the reality of what does happen. Obviously, with some cooth, you know, make sure you're not just throwing it out there and letting them, under, you know, take it all in and um, understand everything because you're still children at the end of the day so with me it's become a little bit easier and because of the line of work of work I'm in they're gonna hear this a lot because obviously life insurance to me is really important for families to have not all families want it and that's okay but for me it is really important for uh, to address that in the family especially if there's nothing in place because again I've been in this business for nine years just about and I've seen a little bit about of everything in my last post I talked about you know um, us as professionals life insurance and, or um, financial professionals and agents offering life insurance that we need to practice what we preach and what happens to families when we don't do that so for me it is really important. It's not easy to have a conversation with your little ones because there's only so much they can take in and understand. But it's something that you should talk 
about a little bit at a time, especially because there's so much going on on social media. And if they have access to all the social media platforms, they're going to hear a little bit about everything. And I'd rather they hear it from you, the parents, than from anybody else, because nobody else is really going to have, um, they're not going to sugarcoat anything. And we at least know our children and know how strong their minds are to understand what we're talking to them about. Again, it's not going to be an easy conversation, but for me, it's important that you start addressing it only because of my personal experience and what has happened in my uh, family with my children. But it's something that I actually now talk to them about. Like if something should happen to daddy and I, this is what you guys need to understand. Why? Because how many times have you not seen on social media where parents pass and they have little ones that they leave behind. And the little ones, they don't understand what happened. They only know that they won't see their parents again. Or their mother again. Or their father again. And this is hard for them. These are little ones. They are not adults. They're not, they don't have the strength to take it all in. And it's a traumatizing event that if it's not handled and taken care of. And you don't have them seek professional help. It will be with them and they will have a hard time just living life when they experience such traumatic events. So I highly recommend that as parents, we start talking about this because it is something that it's inevitable. Death is certain. It will happen. We just don't know when. And, And for me personally, I already told them what I want, what I don't want, and Yes, they're uncomfortable, but at least I'm they're they're now listening to what I'm saying. I don't want them shocked, I don't want them surprised. I want them to know that this is part a part of the circle of life that we've talked about and that even though we may not be here physically with them, we will still be with them spiritually. As long as they understand that, I think it'll be easier to cope with. I'm not saying entirely easier because I'm still coping with my father's death, but it will be manageable. We will have our, you know, our downtime where we're not feeling too good. And that's part of what you go through because you, I don't think you ever stop grieving somebody that you loved and that was so close to you, such as your parents or siblings. So I want you all to keep this in mind. It is um, something that will always happen. We will always hear of something like this and it's up to you if you decide to have them experience this as they're you know as they're growing up and their children or if you want to shelter them and keep them away from this because um it's really not something they should really be thinking about we all do things differently what i ask of you is to do what you feel is right for you and your children but also make sure that they understand what death is really about that it is going to be hurtful and it is going to hurt and be painful you know for some but that it's manageable and that with time we will get through it we will never forget those loved ones I mean I every year have my altar as part of what um, my religion is and I also keep an altar all year long for them for those loved ones especially the ones that have recently left me that were friends or co-workers or family I want to honor them and I personally do this for one year for them and then 
put them away and bring them back every year as you know when the day of the dead comes around there's everybody has a certain way of honoring their loved ones and this is my way but don't shy away from talking to their children about death just do it however you feel would be easier to, to digest for them and to accept and they know what to expect should this happen with anybody they know a loved one especially so with that being said i hope this information was of help it was on my heart you know to discuss this because i know what i've been dealing with and i still deal with with my daughter because she lives with me but we should learn how to address death as not a bad thing but as just part of the circle of life we have an we have a beginning and we have an end so with that take care god bless until next time